The Protectors of the Wood episode series, episode number nine, The Return. The sun was sinking in the west when Abby and Chi-Chi set out on their journey. Long shadows ran across the forest. The dark leaves of the copper beech trees rippled in the late afternoon wind. Wisps of cloud reflected the pink glow of the sun. Chi-Chi led the way and Abby was glad to follow. She was relieved that he showed no sign of using this occasion to train her as a leader. Watching carefully every move he made, she intended to learn from him and waste no time. She was in a hurry. They walked quickly through the stunning beauty of the beech woods to the underground entrance Abby and Wendy had taken before. The gray stone shelf, the jutting stone, projected from the cliff the same as it did before, but now it seemed to glow with meaning and value, like an old friend, a member of the family. The narrow tunnel underneath held no fear. Abby was enchanted by this clever arrangement designed by nature thousands or millions of years ago, yet young and alive today. And she knew that people who may have been her ancestors had treated this unique feature of the earth with care and secrecy as a holy place of great value. She, Abby, had now inherited this responsibility in a dangerous world where many people had no opportunity to understand this type of tradition and had no reason to respect it. But perhaps I can lead a group of people who will understand and cherish it like I do. But what about my friends? They will. And what about others, like Amy Z's professor? And look at the people of Rivergate. Look at all they've accomplished. Maybe this is a moment for a new vision, one that is incalculably old, to grow again in the world. I mean, right now it seems like we've all gone astray. Everyone craves a bit of hope and solid ground. Someone, something, to keep us from slipping off the edge into darkness. The map stick began to shine a clean, bright light in the narrow tunnel. As they emerged into the first cavern, the light burst into the wide space as if the stones themselves were glowing. The ancient path outlined by the broken stalactites was perfect for a couple to walk through together, and Chi-Chi and Abby hurried side by side. The cavern narrowed to a bottleneck. Abby took the lead on the downhill path. Making good time, they arrived at the long, smooth hallway and walked together again. Abby noticed the small side tunnel coming up on the left and had the feeling that they would take that route. Chi-Chi slowed down, looking around him. He picked up a couple of small stones and came to a stop. Okay, at each place, 
where we have to make a choice between two or more paths, I'm going to leave a stone. One line, one scratch on the stone will mean we take a right-hand turn. Two lines will mean a left. Now, of course, these directions are for the way we are going today. If you are traveling the way back, the directions will be reversed. Then these two lines will mean take a right. I get it. Abby felt a little humiliated. Did Chi-Chi really think she would forget the way so far? He seemed to be treating her like a child. Abby's expression conveyed her feelings. Oh, I know, I know. You think you're above all this. But you must understand, when you travel alone over long distances underground, making many choices, strange things happen. You can easily slip into a dreamlike state, feel haunted and confused. It's especially easy to panic if you start out thinking you know everything. Your sensitivity to other dimensions, the dream world, is both a strength and a weakness. Yes, it gives you a special understanding and powers, the rare ability to connect the worlds together in a new way. It gives new meaning to everyone. But it can get you lost. It happens to people all the time. He paused to allow Abby to reply, but she remained silent. You know all this, but you haven't applied the lesson to the underground yet. I want you to think of yourself as a beginner, and I bet you that someday one of these marking stones will look like your best friend, a helping hand in the darkness. But I don't feel haunted or confused. And I'm not sure about this sensitivity to the dream world. Chi-Chi met her eyes, unable to conceal the impatience visible on his face in the glow of the mapstick. Come on, Abby. I know you. Wendy and I share information about you in order to give you guidance. Tell me, do you like looking at the stars? Abby stopped in her tracks, shocked and confused. I never told Wendy anything about that. Do me a favor. Stop being so touchy. These questions will make you think. You do like looking at the stars? You know, I used to think you were nice and polite. What sort of person are you? Oh, I'm sorry to be mean, but I've been given a different job to do. And everything you say proves my point. You don't want to talk about the stars because of your sensitivity. I'm only pointing out that you guard against slipping into a dreamlike state by not looking at the stars too long. Now, we all agree that you know extremely important things from your visions. Far be it from me to criticize that. But we also agree it can be overwhelming. It's somewhat uncontrollable, unpredictable, so you're on guard against it. This underground world is the same sort of thing as the stars. You only have a hint of that so far, so it's my job to give you a wake-up call, an advanced warning. Abby was standing still, thinking rapidly. I've got to grasp this. I must. But something is unclear to me. 
Suddenly, Chi-Chi shocked her by getting down on one knee with his arms outstretched. Please, I'm trying to be your friend. I'm sorry I have to show you a different side of myself, but this is a turning point in your life and the life of all of us. Chi-Chi, get up. Don't beg me like that. I'm glad for everything you say. I know I need help, but I just don't get it. What's similar about the underground and the stars? Chi-Chi hesitated. I thought Wendy would have explained it. No, not really. Not about the underground. He rose and regained his patience. I'll say a few things to get you started, but we'll have to put off most of this discussion for another time. This is the heart of the very large problem. Please, go ahead. But can I listen while we walk? He nodded. You go first. I'll speak to your back. He laid the stone at the corner of the turn. Abby took the lead down the tight new passageway, barely tall enough for her to walk upright. She tried to picture where they might be in terms of the landmarks of the upper world. This new direction would probably bring them out from under the high stony ridges and into Hidden Valley. A steady cool breeze smelling of water blew in their faces, swept through their hair, and flattened the clothes against their bodies. Abby noticed a spider web in a corner between jutting gray stones and realized there were life forms in this desolate place. No colored jewels gleamed from the walls. All was formless and gray. Chi-Chi walked right at Abby's heels and began speaking. Think of three worlds. The heavens, the underground, and the surface of the earth. Not only are they all there physically, they are all there in the dream world. This is what mythology and religion are all about. The way people picture the meaning and purpose of the universe. In dreams we can travel to all three, but dreams of the open sky and being underground are often disorienting, even scary. It may be wonderful to soar through the air, but going too far away is terrifying, and being underground can remind people of being trapped, of death, and the problem of evil. Humans are only at home on the surface of the earth. Now, very few people can dream while awake, and even fewer can follow the dream world to the stars or deep underground. But people need a map of all three to understand their own lives. This is the world tree symbol, the unification of all three, roots in the underworld, trunk growing on the earth, upper branches in the heavens. Our distant ancestors seem to have had some clarity with this vision, but people now have lost it. The underworld will awaken these problems in you, because this is a problem for everyone. Be very careful how you approach it. Abby remained silent. That was too vague. It was interesting, 
but avoided anything specific. The tunnel expanded into small caverns with the familiar damp stone icicle shapes growing from the ceiling. Each cavern quickly closed into a bottleneck where the pale stone walls converged to a small opening, sometimes barely large enough to squeeze through. She realized that her confidence moving through this strange terrain was based on Chi-Chi walking behind her, ready to warn her of any difficulty. Alternate passages split off on occasion and Chi-Chi stopped to leave his marking stones. The damp, cool feeling and the scent of water kept increasing. Abby knew from the map in her mind that they were somewhere under Hidden Valley and would need to turn right to aim for the abandoned house. The voice in her mind was silent, but Abby had learned that this meant she didn't need it. And soon the passage bent to the right, making a wide curve and the sound of rushing water began to echo through the tunnels and caves, growing louder with every step. They entered another cavern, larger than the rest, with smooth walls all mottled with gray, pale tan, and brownish colors in blotches and streaks. The reddish pictographic writing and designs appeared under large, solid pictures of animals and human forms in somewhat horizontal positions, as if lying face down or floating or flying. Fascinated, Abby barely restrained herself from delaying their journey to study the scene. Her inner voice was interrupting her thoughts. Time is going by. Go on. Thanks for listening. Episode number 10 is coming soon. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Protectors of the Wood Book Series. To listen to our other episodes, please go to the website at www.protectorsofthewood.com. I knew you really loved me There would be no more war And if we're not together In this wild and crazy world If I knew you really loved me It would set my heart aglow Everywhere I go
would light up my way I see the world in your eyes Just say once you love me Everywhere I go. Everywhere I go.